mic check one two one two mic check one two one two amanda give me something three full oh, that, that that was something i can't complain welcome to episode 14 of but hey what do i know i'm your host with the most he's with the least beast from the middle east joseph joey uh journeyman joe joey abstract arak poppy i've made like a hundred different names for myself and i don't use them Somebody, there's only one person that still calls me Joey Abstract. I'm like, dude, I don't make beats anymore. I've lost all aspiration for life. But <laughs> it's it's cool that you at least, you know, you're trying, and I appreciate that. Shout out to you, Ryan. Um, across the pond, all the way in Melbourne, Australia, is my lovely co-host Amanda. Amanda, say hi to the people. Hi. Give them a, you give still them a, say you still say across the pond. It's hilarious because it's not. It's a cross. If you you you'll cross a pond getting there. The pond is to England. Yeah, same shit. Y'all are just you know. Y'all <laughs> across just, the lake, more like. Okay, across an entire, across the ten thousand leagues of the sea. <laughs> just, just I, I don't know. Just say hi to the fucking people. Give them a konnichiwa. Give them a nihao ma. Give them, you know, give them something. I'm not going to say all of that because I might be, you know, cancelled for cultural appropriation. But hello, people. Yes, you saying nihao ma essentially makes you a fake Chinese. I mean, I could butcher the accent, so I'm not going to do that. Um, Dude, there was my brother. I'm going to say good day, but it's not daytime. It is daytime here, so g'day to y'all. Um, it's in the middle of the night over here. So. Um, funny story before we start. My brother was mm-hmm. learning Mandarin when he was in Stanton. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking stupid. Nobody's going to use Mandarin unless you're going to be a businessman. Um, and can my I brother. Say something? Yeah, go ahead. You told this joke last podcast and I didn't laugh. I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell it again. That was a long, awkward silence last podcast. I know. I'm going to try it again because you're not supportive. All right. <clears throat> I'm not, not going to try it again. I'm just fucking with y'all. Um, <laughs> if you want to hear the punchline of that joke that nobody fucking appreciated, you can go back and listen to the previous podcast. Um, let's see. Before we start, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, SMG Sound Network. She runs the Twitter. I run the Instagram. Uh, Patreon, $5 a month. Until June, we'll get you everything. That's what, that's not even, yeah, y'all don't even have that much time. So y'all better take advantage of that. I know there's going to be like one person, 11.59. It's like, ooh, me. And then I have to give them all the content. But it's all good. First 50 patrons will also get something special from me. So be one of those 50. I don't want to hear you guys complain. I don't want to hear anybody say, oh my God, that thing you sent over was super cool. I wish I got one. Y'all aren't getting it. I'm looking at you, Dalton. I'm looking at you mad people that don't want to pay me money. It's all good. And uh, YouTube. All of our videos. Yeah, I mean, they're videos. But all of our audio. It's audio only, but I do like a little visual cool thing. Shout out to Headliner. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to do little clips so you can get like bite-sized pieces of the episode. And um, while you're on YouTube, you can also check out the other two podcasts on the network. We have Study Hall with uh, me, Dre, and Kelly, talking about hip-hop, talking, uh, what is it, hip-hopping and shit-talking is the way I describe it. It's very nice. simple. 
It's cool as hell. That's where I get into my like real hip hop shit because Amanda doesn't listen to hip hop. No, I don't. Yeah, they don't even have a radio station in Australia, but you can hear that on episode what three, two. We got into that super early, early yeah. And if thought thoughts documenting the Arab American experience with me and my boy Jalal, we talk about what it's like to be (laughs) Arab American. Get into their accent. What the Arab American experience? If thought thoughts. No, when you say Jalal's name, it's me and Jalal, and we're just gonna. (laughs) Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Yusuf, and this is Jalal. So, um. Yeah, we talk about what it's like to be an Arab American, two completely different cultures, and uh, the last podcast, we talked about stories from back home, and it was really, really fun, so you guys should check it out. I think you guys will really enjoy it, and uh, other than that, I think we're good. So Amanda has a lot of topics for us today, and she is super excited, and uh-huh. I I am low-key hungover, so I'm going to hand this over to Amanda to introduce the first topic, and I'm just going to kind of, you know... See how this goes. Amanda, go ahead. Um, so before we proceed, I just want to say, uh-huh. Flow Rider performed in Eurovision. I don't want to hear about Flow Rider. Shout out to Flow Rider, though. That's a Florida legend. He's <laughs> your people from Florida. But in Eurovision, like, what is he doing performing <laughs> in Eurovision? What the fuck is Eurovision? Am I, I'm I'm lost. I don't know if what I should be lost. If I should not be lost, I have no idea what Eurovision is. It says Euro, <sighs> Amanda. We're America. We don't give a shit about anything that goes on in Europe. Okay. I mean, so why don't you go ahead and explain the biggest it? song competition like in the world? Obviously not, because I've never heard of it. But how about you explain it for the people? <laughs> For the people that do Obviously, live in Europe, shout out to Spain. We have a Spanish listener. We have a uh, German listener again. Better not be who I think it is. All right, relax. Again, I know you took a break. You think I forgot? I'm on your ass. And uh, I think Great Britain. Oh, is that your secret admirer? No, it's not so secret. And I, she, <laughs> she needs to keep it secret. I'm not, I'm not fucking with all that. No, profess um, your love. Tweet us. Profess your love to Joseph. I'm I'm good. Yeah, you can tweet. Uh, you can you can tweet Amanda, and then Amanda can try to show me, and I'll like not look at it. But yeah, go tweet it. Don't Instagram it. And yeah, you I don't know. DM SMG Sound Network on Instagram and profess your undying love. Okay, since we're plugging shit, how about mm-hmm. you guys go and follow Amanda's new Instagram? Because Amanda finally uh, made I just an Instagram. Oh, uh, well, y'all go ahead and follow. I'll get y'all. I'll get y'all the plug. Okay, I'll get you guys in. I'm the I'm the bouncer. No, no <laughs> shoes, no shirt, no service. All right, Amanda. Amanda's a first class operation. We don't need. We don't need any. Uh, any. Uh, I don't know what the fuck was I gonna say. We don't need any bums in there. Okay, you got to be dressed for the occasion to meet Amanda. And then you're gonna get in there, you and you're gonna to be me. like, and then you're gonna be like, Amanda has four pictures, and half of them are just fucking landscapes. And then you're gonna immediately unfollow. It's, it's so. a fake account for like thirst trapping, but really, it'll be for landscape photography. Yeah, I have not been trapped once, and neither has anyone else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mad, 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 unlocked cages. Just walk, <laughs> just walk in and out. I have not been trapped once. <laughs> It's a free for all open door. 
<laughs> Do I come and go as I please? <laughs> as you please. <laughs> oh, that's just no, funny as well. He he performed in the Eurovision Song Contest, and I'm just like, like, what is happening? We, I mean, he he's in shorts or jorts, not like not the jorts. He's in his jorts, his black denim jean. It's not denim; it's jean jorts. And shoes with no socks, Beautiful. a vest. I mean, he really is stuck in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's exactly how I would expect Flo Rida to dress, so there's no surprise there. <laughs> Sunglasses indoors and a pleather, pleather um, vest. Just- Flo Rida, can you please put on some socks? You put on a top with sleeves, at least. That. I'm just I'm worried about his feet though, because he's gonna get like mad blisters. You ever walked without socks and shoes, like especially like Jordans or some shit? That shit hurts. I've never wore Jordans in my life. What? I have never owned a pair of Jordans. Yeah, you don't. You don't strike me as the Jordan type. Like, oh, those shoes Why? are so stupid. Stupid. However the hell you no, guys I just, I just never felt like I need to spend that much money on shoes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Vans guy. I just buy a whole bunch of Vans now. Same. But Vans have no grip, and they were the sole reason for me uh, busting my knees. What are you talking about? The whole point of Vans is the grip. No, not for, like, wet surfaces. They're well, yeah. the worst on wet surfaces compared well, what do you to want like Vans to do it all? Nike runners. Yeah, you you want your shoes to do it all? They're not going to fucking do it all. No, but like at least have some grip, at least some. Give me a crumb, a crumb. Amanda, grip. what are you? Amanda, what are you? Jesus, are you walking through water consistently? Ninety <laughs> percent of people don't walk through water that much, so Vans are fine. It was raining on the footpath, and the, my Vans had zero grip whatsoever, and I just like fell backwards and just busted my knee completely, obliterated that shit. Um, well, that sucks. It was fun, and now I'm still injured, and I haven't. I re-injured my knee again, so I haven't been to the gym in like two weeks. Oh, are you, are you going go, to go? Are you going to go see your favorite doctor? No, I'm not going to go see him. Um, shout out to my physio who, like, he molested me. He's been dying um, for you to get injured again. <laughs> That's why I purposely got injured so I could see him again. <laughs> You're disgusting. Just call him on his day off. <laughs> Um, no, no, he's great. He's actually a really good physio. I mean, if you disregard all the weird shit that he does, he's a really good physio. I'm sure he is. <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, it was a, it's a good time in his practice. Um, all the ladies love his little Pilates classes that he runs on the side as well. To help them strengthen, I don't you know, are some, some creep. You are that's some creep shit. If you run some Pilates classes on the side, <laughs> is it like in the same building? 
Yeah, but it's like it's to strengthen like their I don't know something. Yeah, that's what it is. There's it's something like you don't s- even know. You don't even know what he's trying to strengthen. That's a problem. And the problem, like the only issue I had was like if his um little I almost said assistant, not his assistant, but like the other physio that he's working with that he's training. If he was the one that was doing all of that, I would be so okay with him filling me up in there. But it was him, and I was like, oh, God, you're 50. Relax. You need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> but then he was like, he, he wasn't terribly, he wasn't terrible looking as well. So I was like, eh, I mean, you got okay. money. Okay, Amanda leading this podcast was a terrible mistake, and it'll never happen again. I'm very sorry, audience. All right, taking back the taking back the leash. Let's see. Um, do you want to start light, or do you want to start kind of you know heavy? Um, I don't know which whichever one do you want. Let's start light. Amanda wants to know whether you guys like hard shell tacos or soft shell tacos. And what she means by okay. that is, would you rather have structural integrity or have taco meat all over your fucking kneecaps every time you take a bite? First of all, why would you have taco meat on your kneecaps? Okay, hard Weird. taco shells have never treated me good. Never, ever, ever, ever. I've never been treated right by a hard taco so, shell. The argument that I saw online was if you um if you eat hard shell tacos you're a psychopath that's big facts i don't give a shit what anybody says that's so big factual psychopath then okay corn hold on before we start corn or flour tortillas this shouldn't be an argument um i don't know oh you don't yeah, know like okay corn. cool forget forget i asked forget i asked no, I think corn because I just you know what it is. Okay, you don't think it's me, corn. You know me, it's corn. Let me explain myself. Let me explain Go myself. Go ahead. Having a corn um, shell, a hard corn shell taco, is basically like having corn chips with your taco filling. So what I do is I order guacamole and I order beef tacos in like the hard shell and then I dip my tacos into the guacamole like I'm dipping my chips in it but it's tacos so it's amazing I'm pretty sure everyone does that like it's not like you're doing something I know but like also I don't understand how people get stuff all over themselves you just eat it like a normal person. What the are you fuck doing? Are you like talking about? Every time, it? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. I just stick that shit all the way down my throat, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just cracks up and it's all jagged and stabbing oh. your throat. <laughs> yeah, there's no penis around. This will do. <laughs> I'll probably edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out. No, don't leave it. Leave it. Leave it, leave it. I was watching, <laughs> I was watching Hell's Kitchen. You remember that episode where the dude's cooking with the fucking burnt pan and the shit catches <laughs> on fire? You're cooking in a burnt pan, you dick. <laughs> and he just, leave it, leave it, leave it. Leave it, oi, leave it. 
<laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> No, but um, uh, what I happens? want Gordon Ramsay to like verbally insult me in the gym. You want everyone to verbally insult you in the gym? You just, <laughs> just you just him get off specifically. You get off on people just no, yelling at you. I want I want to be motivated, but like kind words won't motivate me. Abuse will motivate me. All right, so I just want him to like yell at me while I'm in there. All right, Amanda, let's get off your kink and let's talk about hard shell tacos and why hard shell tacos suck. They they suck. I'm telling you, they suck. Every time I bite into a hard shell taco, the seam on the bottom just splits. No matter how careful you are, the seam on the bottom splits and you're left with two giant chips and taco meat everywhere. You're eating it wrong. You're eating it wrong. There is no such thing as a hard shell taco in it regular span- and Hispanic me. Mexican cuisine. Okay, well, the hard obviously. shell taco was invented by y'all fucking white people that like y'all. Why am I in there with them? You know exactly why you're in there. We've had we no, have a I million don't. podcasts discussing why you're in this conversation. No, I don't know why I'm in there. So y'all white people no, made not this hard shell taco. Them. Whatever. Y'all made these hard shell tacos so that I don't know why you guys made them. A soft corn tortilla is all you need. It folds. It has structural integrity. All your toppings stay in there. Yes. I watch a lot of soft block. (laughs) It's good. It doesn't crack. It doesn't taste, it doesn't get stale. It doesn't get stale. You ever had a stale hard taco shell? No, because I always eat my tacos fresh, like a normal human being. Well, I don't leave them for like three days, but sometimes I'll go to the restaurant. They'll make me some shit with some stale taco shells. Oh, no. Well, I don't know that. Not here. Yeah, not in the land of milk and honey where everything's made fresh. It's not and the they, land they, of milk and honey. And they, they give you head while you're waiting for your tacos, okay? This is America. Everything <laughs> sucks might, here. They might, because is illegal. So. Oh, it's lit. I'm going to Australia. <laughs> yeah, I will legal. see you guys meet and greet in Australia. <laughs> it is legal. There's like brothels everywhere. All two of you show like, up. It'll be lit. I need someone that used to drive the prostitutes to and fro work. You knew, oh my god, that's hilarious. That was his job in uni. He was like making like side money doing that. And he was also a photographer, so he would like... Oh, I thought I thought that was like a job you could like apply for. Um, no, it was given to him by like... <clears throat> actually, it wasn't even his friend. He just randomly met this guy. Um, but yeah, he was like a photographer for All the right, girls buddy. as well. All right, buddy, you're going to be the prostitute shuttle. It's it's hilarious because before the... When we were like going into lockdown... And people were like in the shops, like fighting for toilet paper. Men were lining up outside brothels, like, let me get this one in before I go into lockdown. That's crazy. It's like, I got a, it I got a, insane. I got a quick 30 minute lunch break. Let me just walk right in here real <laughs> let quick. Let me just, yeah, let me just go before we go into lockdown. <laughs> but yeah, it's legal. Oh, um, before I catch COVID, let me go get, you know, chlamydia. Well, it's because it's legal, it's like very, you know. Well, I know it's regulated. Tested, it's just, da, 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 you know, you have to like 
It would have been. It would have been way. All, it it's all been, above board, so you know. Apparently, they're very clean compared to you know a random that you would find on Tinder or something. So, a rando. You guys a are funny. rando. Um. Yeah, the joke would have been a lot funnier if you didn't try to prove me wrong. Australian girls using the word random in sentences is just like, I don't know, but it's it's hilarious. Like when they do something like quirky or if they do something questionable, it's like, oh my God, I'm so random. Or or if you're like, if if a guy like jokes in class, I remember like in high school, like someone would do like a, I don't know, a boy would be so mean in class. Like, oh my God, shut up. You're so random. Oh, that would make me want to put a bullet in my head. Yeah. Anyways, you're so random. Carry so on. random. Yeah, this <laughs> fucking break my neck in the middle of class. Somebody says that bullshit to me. If you want to learn about Australian high school culture, watch um, Summer Heights High and Jemay, uh, My Private School Girl Life. Hilarious. Also, not very pc anymore because it was back in the day when political correctness did not exist so it is very unpolitically correct oh so i'll actually enjoy it is what you're saying you might so they make fun of disabled people uh privileged white girls oh it's gay people black people white people asians everyone gets made fun of in that show I like racial humor. That's just me. Oh, my God. I love it. It's such a good show. People get upset with me because they're like, oh, um, I'm just telling you a joke, like an Arabic joke. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not upset that you're joking about Arabic people. I'm upset that your joke isn't funny. Like, name, okay, <laughs> what's, what's one joke you could tell about Arabic people other than 9-11 and we're terrorists and we all worship Allah? There's nothing. Everything's been touched. Everything's been covered. Mm. There's nothing else to really joke about. Like, y'all ran out of material 20 years ago after 2001. Like, and okay. In Australia, you know, um, Moe sells uh, Coke to everyone. Everyone, that joke's been done for. And yes, we know Moe sells Coke to everyone. He sells it to your wife as well. Shut Wait, up. Wait, y'all call Muhammad Moe? Yes. What? Do you not know this? No, we call him Mo. No, they're Moe. Moe. Dang old Mohammed, man. We all know a Moe that sells coke. <laughs> We've all probably dated one as well, so, you know. Nope, only you. No, everyone has. Don't put this shit on me. Only you. No. Um. Anyways, you're so random. Next topic. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um... We started, um, do you we st- feel like you want to put a bullet through someone's head yet with me saying random so many times? No, I didn't say a bullet in somebody else's head. I'm not a murderer. I want to put a bullet oh. in my head every time you say oh, that. Oh, okay. Yes. Don't do that then. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, is watch, so random. watch Summer Heights High and uh, Jemay, Private School Girl. It is, I feel like, one of the best, some of the best Australian television ever made. Um, the scene where she starts dating this black guy <laughs> and she turns up at home and the, her parents are like, you can't, Jemay, you can't see, you can't hang out, you can't bring him home anymore. And she's like, oh my God, shut the fuck up.
fuck up, dad, just because he's black and we're in an interracial relationship, you don't want us. He's like, no, even if you brought a white boy over, you can't be in the room with him. You're 16. And she's like, oh, my God, stop. This is, you're oppressing us. Stop it. <laughs> There's currently a bullet in my head right now. You have to watch it. It's the best. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I want to watch that. I would literally cry. No, watch it. Watch it. It's so good. All right, I'm gonna let you keep talking like that, and I want to bring up something. Speaking of TV shows, because this was on my mind, and I just want to get this off my chest real quick. Do it. Okay, so Brooklyn Nine Nine, my favorite show ever, is coming to an end. They're gonna end it very abruptly. Yeah, they're going to end it very abruptly. It's going to be 10 episode season. They're going to tie up a whole bunch of loose ends really shittily. I'm going to hate it. I know I'm going to hate it. So, so they're whatever. basically going to do a, a Game of Thrones. No, it's not. I don't think it's going to be a crap ending. I think it's just going to be like, a, oh, make everybody happy ending. Like, mm. ha ha ha. Yeah. Like their goal is to just terminate the show where it is. So like, I think each episode is probably going to tie up a loose end until all the loose ends are tied up. And they're mm-hmm. not going to be tied up naturally. They're like desperately trying to tie these knots, you know, but whatever. Yeah. Um, which got me thinking about the reason, like, this is the exact reason why I don't like tell people shit, especially women. And I don't, I don't know. I, this is going to sound like a knock, but whenever I was talking yeah. to this chick and I know this chick doesn't watch quality television. Like you can just look at her and tell, Okay. And so she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm watching my favorite show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You should get into it. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And then we, like, started talking. So I'm like, okay, like, we could watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine together. It's like, you know, the kind of shit. And then she fucking ghosted And then she ghosted me, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, she just completely fucking ghosted me, never talked to me again. And then... Wait. But what? what was the reason, though? What did, like... Did you say something to her? Or? That's why That's why it's called ghosting. It's just, oh, good night, whatever, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then, boom, just blocked. And I'm like, what the damn. fuck did I do? And I'm like, damn. Like, like, this shit hurts, man. Like, I don't do anything to anybody. I'm like, what is, I just want to know why, okay? But was that's it because what's... you were watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and she was judging you? For, no, no, for no. And I'll, no, and I'll tell you why. Because... What? I see her on Instagram a few months later, mm-hmm. boot up with an idiot that I know for a fact does not watch quality television, okay? Okay. They're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they posted it. And she's saying, put my man on to this show. <laughs> okay. You did not put your man onto that show. You are dumb as nails, and he is dumb as doorknobs. And together, so you, y'all are just a do? giant door of stupidity. And you guys insert did not yourself, insert yourself into that relationship. And like I know, I put y'all onto this, so I'm part of this now. We're all in this relationship. No, I was, I was, I was trying to insert myself somewhere else, but that didn't work out. So. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, outrageous. But it was just, I don't know, man. That's why I don't, I don't be sharing shit with y'all anymore. <laughs> oh, like as Brooklyn Nine Nine is like such a groundbreaking TV show. What what shows do I watch? You want to score I up watched, right now? I mean, I watched The Office. Great show, fantastic. I mean, the pilot is are you one talk, of the are best. Are you talking about pilot. the British one or the American one? Oh, the American one, of okay. course. 
We're just making sure. Um, in between us, classic. Never the American one. I want to vomit every time I see like an episode of the American in between us. They're they're like they're basically morons. Like real human beings don't act like that. The American version was so exaggerated that these people look and act. I don't want to say the R word, but they act like the R word. <laughs> now, what's the R word? Retarded. Um, oh. I also watch, um, I don't know, Parks and Recs. Uh, it's okay. Like, I like it. I can tolerate it. I like Ron. And that's pretty much it. Leslie is kind of like a, ah, Jesus, here we go again with this bullshit. Um, and God bless her husband who tolerates her. Um, what, what else do I watch? I do like a lot of um, criminal shows uh, uh-huh. because my fantasy. Why did you I'm not gonna say my I'm not gonna say my fantasy. Yeah, why did you pause after fantasy? That just made it even weirder. You could have just talked and nobody would have batted no, an eyelash. I was gonna say, like, I wanna be like some kind of criminal, but I'm like, mm, maybe I don't want to get arrested by the police. If you're hearing this, that's oh, not you, me. you wanna get you wanna get it's thrown, all alleged. You wanna get thrown against a wall? No, like I watch uh Good Girls is good. Uh I especially like the assassin in there. He's very he's a very nice assassin. Um, what else do I watch? Being a very nice assassin is hilarious. It's like, oh, hey, excuse me. Um, no, like not nice. Like he's like nice little cat. Oh, um, okay, okay. I thought you meant like he was polite. He was like, um, hey, uh, excuse me, <laughs> no. sir. I'm here to, uh, I'm here to murder. No, but, like, I'm here he, to murder you. If you would just drop you know dead. What he does, he he's so he's so fucking intense. Like he would come and be like all sexual to her. Like he will say shit that she wants to hear, and then like shove a gun to her head i was like oh my god am i turned on by the gun or by what he's saying or by like this whole thing like what is going on do i like being like but i'm the one against I'm my the will one. with a gun to my head but is, i'm is the one thing? that's making this podcast weird it's me right <laughs> no but i'm saying it's it's like a weird situation because like He's like saying all these things and you're like, oh God, that's so hot. And he looks hot. And then he gets a gun out of like, oh yeah, that's, yeah. Ooh. And then you're like, okay, am I turned on by this whole situation? No, women just him? like, women will tolerate said, anything if somebody's hot. Or like with a with the gun, like, do I want a gun in that mix? I, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? You know? Um, I also like Ozark. I'm waiting for the new season to come out. Whenever that is, um, Jason Bateman is fantastic in that. Um, and I never thought that he could pull off a serious role like this because he always acts in like comedic uh, shows and movies. And this is like so far from what he normally does. So he's really good in, in this role and, I like it. His wife is just so infuriating. Like, oh my God, just shut up and not do whatever you're doing because she just gets in the way and it's just like, oh my God. If only she just left. She was she was she was having an affair at the start and he could have just left her with the guy that she was with. But no. 
he took her along for the ride because of the kids. And and those are all the shows and- that Amanda likes. Oh my god, they're really good shows. Um, I also watched the morning show. That was great. Infuriating, but great. Um, based loosely on the life of that American morning show presenter person, uh, Matt Lauer. Is that his, how you pronounce his name? Yeah, I think Lauer. so. Yeah. Based loosely on that, um, how he was uh, sexually harassing the women in his workplace for just years and years, which was also fun. Um, uh, what else do I watch? I watch a lot of dark TV shows. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, God, I, I need to lighten up a little bit. And what better way to lighten up than with Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I tried, man. I really, really tried watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's... Well, you just suck. It's just like I can't, I can't take it. You got, you didn't even get to like the second season, did you? Like it's just the exaggerated way they speak. It's just like, oh, grating to me. I well, like subtle, dark humor. So Afterlife, but uh, the Ricky Gervais show, fantastic. I mean, they joke a lot about death and cancer, and it's just like, ha 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 ha. Love it. Yeah, so you uh, you Australians just like a whole bunch of flat fucks. Dry, dark. No, not humor. dry, flat. Because something can be dry and you guys will still hate it because of the way they talk. They have to be talking like me, like with absolutely no personality in their voice and just completely oh, dead no, have and some bloodshot eyes. But it's just like sometimes I feel like American shows just do too much and I can't like stomach it. Especially like comedy that's why i hate kevin hart's comedy i'm not that big of a fan of kevin hart like he just does too much it's like okay damn like chill and i remember <laughs> i remember once watching one of his um stand up and i never laughed at all like i was watching it like a movie just straight face just sat there and i'm like am i supposed to laugh that's because Kevin Hart, if his joke isn't funny, he relies on him screaming and like looking at you stupid to like try to get you to laugh, and it doesn't work. I like Chris Rock's humor. Um, really? Yeah, I really? do. Yeah. That is really strange. Why? I th- Chris Rock is stand-up. Chris Rock has the worst stand-up of all time, to me. Like, for his, ra- for his hype level... That mm-hmm. man is terrible. That man is not funny at all. He literally he, relies. He, is very he relies. Dry. No, he just relies on his like squeaky weirdo voice. That's not even no, funny. It, it's I no I <laughs> I understand what you're trying to say, but it's the way that he talks about like how like ter- real life situations that are like depressing and terrible as shit. But the way he sets it up is just like, ah, shit, I can't help but laugh at this. And I like that. The king of comedy to me is Dave Chappelle. And I'll tell you why. I love Dave Chappelle. I'll tell you why, though. Dave Chappelle was the first. I mean, we had people like Richard Pryor. We had people like Bernie Mac. And they were performing comedians. Like Bernie Mac would go. He'd be dancing around. He's laughing. He's screaming, whatever. Like he's putting Mm -hmm. on a show. Dave Chappelle will sit in a stool 
and smoke a fucking cigarette and yeah. have you dying laughing. His face won't even change the whole time. He's just talking normally. And he'll yeah. say the funniest shit ever. He's not performing. He's not over-exaggerating. Because his humor is what sells him. He relies solely on his wit. And he has a genius-level wit. So, if you don't need to do all that showboat shit, which showboat shit is funny sometimes to me. I like Cat Williams uh, a lot. Yeah, well, I personally... I feel like all those, you know, extra stuff and like the slapstick stuff that people do on stage, I feel like that's for dumb people, comedy for dumb people. Like if you're that good, you wouldn't need props. You wouldn't need to do all the extra shit. You'll just stand there and speak and people will laugh. But I mean, Dave Chappelle is in, I feel like he's in his little 444 Jay-Z stage. (laughs) He's a lot of his new stuff are not really stand ups. They're just kind of like extended TED talks. Yeah, he hasn't been like actually telling jokes. I mean, he is, but he's like he's he's the perfect definition to me of a Shakespearean fool. Like mm-hmm. he's he's talking about like everyone's like, "Hey, Dave Chappelle, make us laugh," and then he's like saying shit, and people laugh. But if you like really listen to it, it's like, "Yeah, this it's guy's like, speaking facts." Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a long-winded double entendre. Um, <laughs> when he's like, you know, in rap, it's just like you know they're saying it really quick because you know a song is like short. But when he's when he's doing his comedy, it's like very long. He's like setting up the joke, then he gets to the you know, the meat of the joke. And then it's like, you're laughing, but then it's like, oh shit, it's, that's actually, you know, that makes sense. Like, oh, that's correct. Or yeah, you know what? He does have a point about this situation. We're laughing, but there's a point in there somewhere. And yeah, I like his, I like his comedy. I remember when he signed his Netflix deal and his first um, hour came out, uh-huh. um, and I watched it and I discussed it with one of my, my friends and he was like, yeah, no, I wasn't feeling it. I was like, it's because you're white and you don't understand what he's trying to say or get across in this. You're like from a family with wealth and you're comfortable. So you're, you're not like, it's like, I just want him to make me laugh. I'm like, Well, it's funny, but he's also trying to get a point across because, you know, this is his first time back after being away for a very long time. Why are you saying they're trying to explain this to this white man? Because he's my friend. Who the fuck? If you don't get it, that's cool. Go watch fucking, I don't know. Some other dude. Go watch Jim Gaffigan with your stupid ass. He's been gone for a long time and he's back and he's got a lot to say and he's not just there to make you laugh he has things to say about you know his situation and things that are happening in the world at the same time so it was like oh it wasn't that funny to me because he was just too heavy on some stuff i was like yeah yeah because shit's been happening while he was gone and he's he wants to say something about it tell tell him that tell him that kevin hart also makes specials you should probably go check his ass out oh my god he hates kevin hart so much like with a passion I'm sure he does. Um, but yeah, I do. I do like Dave. I watch all his stuff. Like 
even if it's just like he's doing a TED talk and it's like it's not even funny. I see like some comedians online like, oh, he's not you know doing like funny stuff anymore, and I'm like, yeah, but you know, I still watch but it. He can. Whatever. He'll make he'll make me laugh harder with that shit than you guys have done with your best material. So I don't want to hear any <laughs> comedian talk about anything. Y'all be ju- y'all be doing jumping jacks and shuffling and doing the moonwalk on stage, and you guys aren't even that funny. And Dave Chappelle is sitting Wait. there. Dave Chappelle will be mowing the lawn and telling jokes. It'll be the funniest shit on planet Earth, okay? So I don't want to hear none of you motherfuckers talking shit. That's just me. Listen, I mean, I, I'm not, like, too good for, like, those kind of com- comedy, like the slapstick, you know, props, whatever, doing too much on stage. Because I do like, um, what's the little guy with the... With the perm? The one that was going off on um, everyone... And Kevin Hart, especially. Oh, oh Cat, Cat Williams. Cat you mean? Williams. I do like Cat. I Williams. love Cat Williams. And I do like Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer is a legend. I like if I want to watch like comedy like that, where people are just doing the most on stage and just using props, or whatever. I like them too. They do it so well. You don't watch Bernie? I do. R.I.P. Bernie, man. Bernie was they different. They do it like they do it so so well that it's like it's not like you don't feel like they're trying too hard. Like Kevin, they're and being I'm, themselves. I sound like a Kevin hater right now, but like seriously, the way that they do comedy and how they like set up their jokes, it's just so natural. Like like they're with friends, like just telling jokes with friends. Kevin is like, you can see him performing. Like he's a performer and it's just like, ugh, just stop. Just be yourself. God, we sound like Joe Budden hating Kevin Hart. <laughs> no, because Joe, Joe hates on Kevin Hart because Joe probably like shares women with Kevin Hart. I'm not hating on Kevin oh, Hart. I'm just gross. saying, I'm just saying he's not, my favorite comedian and if fucking kevin hart wants to call my phone for some reason and get all upset because i don't prefer him over dave Chappelle, he can call my phone and i will gladly tell him why i prefer dave Chappelle over him there's yeah, no hate not, i'm not i'm i don't have a fucking dartboard with a uh, fucking kevin hart's picture on it and i'm just sitting there <laughs> throwing darts at it all day i'm oh, fucking fuming mad at kevin hart i just he's not the funniest person in the world to me and it's cool that's a critique I don't know why it's, everyone yeah. has to get all mad over critique, but one more. He just does the most and like over exaggerates everything. It's just like, oh, enough. Like, just relax. Why? Why do you always have to be like that all the time? I'll tell. I'll tell. And now one you more. get stereotyped into this type of person and you get offered role to basically play yourself in movie roles. Which I guess it's working for him because he's making millions of dollars doing that. But like, that's what isn't I hate. That I hate that. I hate that people default to that argument. It's like, yeah, he's making money though. I'm like, I'm not talking about his money. I'm not trying to make him poorer. You know, if he's making mm-hmm. money off that, that's awesome. I'm just saying, in the tiers of comedy, it's just like hip hop. Hip hop is the exact same way. People be like, oh, why are you critiquing people? You're making money though. I'm like, dude, hip hop is a competitive sport. That's the whole reason it started. Mm-hmm. that's the way hip-hop is it's a competitive sport whether you like it or not some people take it seriously some people don't that's cool 
but it's not hating if you're saying one person is better than the other. It's not. Oh, for sure. As long as you have a good reason for it, and I gave a pretty good reason for it. If you're just if you just hate somebody just to hate them, you're stupid because nobody's ever met these people. You ever yeah, dapped well, up Kevin Hart? I've never dapped up <laughs> Kevin Hart. Neither have I. Um, but like what I'm what I'm saying is like the default argument is uh well. I mean, yeah, you're hating, but he's making more money doing all the stupid stuff. And I guess it's working for him. That's why he's sticking to whatever the little shtick is. But, like, isn't that exhausting, Kevin? Like, just be yourself. It's okay. It's okay, Kevin. You can be yourself. We won't hate you. Hi, Kevin. That shit was funny shit. and listen to us. Let's you have a talk. Uh, you can be yourself. And then he just unravels and is like, I hate doing that. That's, that's not me at all. <laughs> I'm an emo kid on the inside. Uh. Okay, I was going to tell a story about Dave Chappelle and my favorite comedy, but I think we've extended this way too far. So we're going to go ahead and move on to Fine. another thing that Amanda wanted to talk about which is sports rankings. Now, do you want to introduce this topic or should I? I mean, I was having a bit of an existential crisis. Jesus, that was a mouthful. Uh, An existential crisis last night when I was watching my team play. Who was your team? The Melbourne Storm. Um, It's a rugby league team. For those of you that don't know, Melbourne Storm. Um. And we have been a pretty successful team for almost 20 years now. I'd like to say more than 20 years, quite possibly. Um, and I was, I was speaking to a friend that watches AFL, and he was saying that his team, AFL is a different sport, Australian rules football. This, the sport that I watch is rugby league. Two different franchises. Um, but his team is very shit. Um, the the Blues. Uh, shout out to Carlton. Um, great suburb. No, y'all don't need a shout out. If y'all are ass. No, but Carlton is a very beautiful suburb. It doesn't matter. Um, the suburb isn't playing. The team is playing. And if the team is ass, they don't get a shout out. Yeah, the team is ass. <laughs> they were good in uh, the... Late, no, the early 2000s, late 2000s, I don't know. Get off the field, grandpa. Is that what you say? No, they were good then, but now they're they're all really shit. Um, But yeah, this is the second game this year that they've won. This whole year since the season started, they've lost every single game except for two games, which was, I don't know, the first one was back in March. Uh, and what, what's today's what? May? So the second. Today is May. Yeah. The second game they won was in May. And I was like, I can't remember. Like, I mean, we lost the second game of the season, but we've won every single game, the first game and every single game since. So, and then last year we won the finals like we won the premiership title uh the year before that we played in the premiership 
the year prior to that, we played in a premiership. So I can't remember the last time that I was like that disappointed. And I was just sitting there thinking like, but one day, this was the crisis that I was having. One day it's going to happen. Melbourne's going to be shit. And it's going to take a lot to be a loyal supporter. But I would that's, have just, I would that's just have to deal piece with of shit. Oh no, I would still be a Melbourne supporter. But what I'm saying is like, I've never experienced that. So like, I have to prepare myself to experience that if we lose our coach. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. Like, how do people process that emotion of just losing weekly, just every week going in with all the hope in the world, hoping for your team to win and then just being disappointed and heartbroken every single week but you don't have the heart to give up because you believe that this could be the week that your luck changes around. I've never experienced that, so like I should prepare myself for the day when we. Yeah, start you're gonna becoming... you're gonna be you're gonna be a Pittsburgh Steeler as va- as fan. You're gonna like you're gonna ride their dick when they're like really good, and then the second they start being ass, you're gonna be like, oh, who, who the hell are they? Melbourne Storm. I don't even fuck with them. I know. I'm calling it right now. No, I'm I calling am it right a now. Melbourne podcast, Storm. podcast. If y'all listen to this regularly, mark my words. Write that shit down on the calendar. We're gonna come back to this, okay? I'll remember. Melbourne Storm through and through. I mean, I support. I've been supporting the Maroons since I was a baby, basically. And I have fought fist, like fist fights. I've had fist fights with my brother. When my team lost and he would rub it in. And well, I was win? like, what? Did you win? No, he threw me off the bed. I fell off my bed and I busted my how head. Are you, on the how are you going to pick a fight and lose? What the hell's up? You know, he, well, because he was like rubbing it in that my team lost. And I was like, okay, he's sleeping. Let me go hit him while he's asleep. And then he threw me off the bed onto the window. And then I bounced off and fell on the floor. Jesus, how old were you? Um, like in preschool. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but because I was like, mo- I don't think modern Amanda is gonna bounce off a window. <laughs> no, I'm too big for that. That's um, not what I was saying. Okay, well, I'm too big for that. Um, but I, I am a very loyal supporter of my team, and. No matter how shit we are, I have to mentally pre- and even with even with um the Maroons, even with Queensland, like because I support the two teams, uh, I support the Maroons for like rap footy and then for like team sports, like team footy, Melbourne. Even with the Maroons, we've been successful for over a decade. Like we've been killing this shit. So, like, I can't prepare myself for, like, when we become shit, which this year could be the year, and I'm kind of dreading it, but I've already paid for my tickets. I've spent, like, hundreds of dollars on my tickets to go watch the Jesus. first game. Well, But me... I will report to you after game one on the 9th of June. Yeah, well, give, give, us, some more, uh, give us some I'll updates. I'll be there. What? Give us some updates. You should pod live from the game. I can't pod live from the game because I lose my whole entire mind when I'm watching rugby and I become 
become like a weird person that oh, you're is one like of those. very unladylike. So I don't want to pod from <laughs> from them not recording anything. But yeah, I was just thinking like, you know, we're we're like the hated team in the league because we've been so good for so long. Like everyone just hates us. They think that we're just grubs and we're cocky and we just do the most. Um, but the day that we start becoming shit and we start losing every single game in the season is the ship. day the whole league will celebrate and just band together to just like yeah, revel. Revel in in a. I feel like we're like the Patriots of um, NRL right now. Um, everyone will just revel in our loss and our defeat. And I don't know if my heart can take it. I think I'm going to cry myself to sleep every night if we if we get to that stage. Sounds lit. You can record it for the Patreon. Now, I mean, how's how's your team, the Jaguars, going? First of all, the Jaguars are not my team. I don't root for the Jaguars, and I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. Shout out to Ryan. Ryan is the most faithful person ever, and he's single, ladies. If he can fucking ride with the Jaguars through all the bullshit they've He'll put him through, <laughs> he will ride for you. I'm telling you. <laughs> he is a nice, put-together Filipino man. Very loyal. Extremely loyal. This okay? is hilarious, because you, know you know how I learned about the Jacksonville Jaguars is through that show, The Good Place, and the guy that was like yeah. a diehard Jaguar fan was a Filipino. <laughs> now, Filipinos are insanely loyal just in general, so they'll ride and die for their team. But well, not the Jags. Not the, the lady I saw that was cheating on her husband. Ahaha. Uh-huh. Okay, so ja- the Jags are the youngest, I want to say the youngest or the second youngest team in the NFL. And mm-hmm. the reason people are so loyal to the Jags is because we begged and pleaded for a team, and the NFL was just kind of toying with us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, dude, I don't know if I'm getting the story right, Ryan could text me and yell at me later. Ryan, I frankly don't really give a shit if I fudge up the details, but you can correct me anyway. Um, mm-hmm. This uh, person, I don't know what he used to do, but his name is Wayne Weaver. And the NFL wanted him to buy a team. Like, they were like, hey, you should buy a team. Like, be an NFL owner. And he said, I'll buy a team on one condition and that you have to bring that team to Jacksonville. Or you have to make a team for me in Jacksonville. Because before, they weren't going to make any more teams. Like, if Jacksonville was to have a team, they would have to move a team from a city to Jacksonville. And nobody wanted to do that. And so... Jacks, the Jaguars were created for us. So it was like years and years of people begging and pleading, and we finally got a team. So that's why people like Ryan's age, because Ryan's mm-hmm. like 40-something. I'm fudging the numbers up. But Ryan, Ryan was there through the entire thing. So he saw, like, he was in his 20s when the Jags were, like, first oh. playing. Like, it was oh, our... Okay. It was our team. So it was like, dude, we finally have our own team. So he's super excited for that. We were good in the first season because it was a whole bunch of like retired all-stars that came to play for us. And then right. after that, everything just went downhill from there. The last little spark we had was 2017 when the fucking racist, bullshit, piece of shit-ass referee completely fucked us over from the Super Bowl. 
Because if he didn't mm-hmm. make that bullshit call when we were playing the Patriots, we would have 100% made it to the Super Bowl. If we would have won that Super Bowl, thank God we did not win that Super Bowl. If we would have won that Super Bowl, the whole city would have been destroyed. Like People would have ripped that shit brick for brick. Because I see what happens in Philly when Philly wins the Super Bowl and they tear down the Ritz-Carlton. They do a whole bunch of shit. Like They'd start rioting and fucking burning shit. Like Jacksonville would die in the event that we win a Super Bowl. Because we've hosted a Super Bowl. Some of y'all might have seen my neon light from uh, Super Bowl 39 when the uh, Eagles played the Patriots in 2005. But other than that, that's the only time we've ever seen a Super Bowl. We were literally a play away from the Super Bowl, and they took it from us. Super unfairly. Super unfairly. And after that, the organization, and I'm getting into why I don't fuck with the Jaguars. The organization completely fucked over all the players. They pissed off all of our good players. They went to different places. Now, Leonard Fournette has a Super Bowl ring because he went to Tampa. He played with Tampa. Now, Tom Brady went over there. Now, he's got a Super Bowl ring. And Mad Jaguars got Super Bowl rings during that Super Bowl, the last one, because there yeah. were a lot of people that uh, went to Tampa that used to be on the Jags, like old coaches, old players and stuff. They all got rings and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But we have this track record of just pissing our best players off, and then they leave, and then they go do amazing things. Like even our coach, our old coach, Tom Coughlin, that ended up getting in trouble for a whole bunch of shit that I'll talk about later, but... He was on the Jags, didn't do much with the Jags, whatever, went to coach New York and took them to two Super Bowls. And he beat, he was, I think he's the only coach that's ever beaten the Patriots twice. Okay. Comes back to Jacksonville, comes back to Jacksonville and we're ass again. (laughs) Like what the fuck, dude? Um, Essentially it came out. There's like the NFL PA. It's like the player player union organization. And Mm -hmm. this whole shit happened where it was found out that Tom Coughlin and the rest of the Jaguars uh, motherfuckers were uh, wrongly charging like players for shit. Like, for example, Leonard Fournette said if he wouldn't if he was sitting down during a game while he wasn't playing, he was being fined like a hundred million dollars or some shit or like if you don't go to optional practices during the offseason, they'll fine you for every practice that you miss, even though they're optional. And just pissing players off. And so they deemed it that year, like I think it was a year or two ago, they deemed it the worst uh, franchise to play for, period. (laughs) And so in in a time where we were fiending and begging and pleading for new, fresh, amazing players, nobody wanted to sign with us. Yeah. So nobody wanted to sign with us, whatever. And then now we finally have this new kid, what's his name, Trevor Lawrence. And he's pretty promising. I'm glad, Mm -hmm. but... Then they bring fucking stupid-ass Tim Tebow. And I love Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is a Jacksonville legend, okay? I'm not going to say anything bad about Tebow. I don't care about Tebow as a person. Is that the Christian guy? Yeah, that's the dude that, you know, the Tebow shit. And I think they're doing it to be cute. They signed him. Why do I know about him, Greg? They signed signed him to be cute because now the the coach that, Tim Tebow had on the Gators is now our head coach on the Jaguars and now he's on the Jaguars. Um, so it's like, Oh, they're reunited. Like a legacy kind of thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Instead of y'all doing this cute shit, why don't you invest in the team so we could be good so we could fucking win for once? Cause this shit is terrible. I went to the Jags games and that shit is dog shit. Okay. 
not only are the buns blue or they're teal, like for the hot dogs and the hamburgers and shit, they think they're doing what? some cute <laughs> shit, but it just looks like extra moldy ass bread, right? Not only does the bread look moldy as fuck, even though it's not, the team is dog shit. I'm not paying all this money to go watch us get decimated. Like we're getting pummeled. And I'm sitting there, oh that's, my God, dude. That's like my fear of like being that person, being you one day when Melbourne's terrible and I just wouldn't know how to cope. And I think like it has a lot to do with our coach. Um, he's a very good coach. But then, I don't know, it's just the coach, the coaching staff, like the support staff, and the players all together just creates this like magical team. And then when when they get him to coach like the New South Wales um, origin team, they're like the players are not it. Like it's just there's no chemistry there, and they lost every single one of those games except for like two, I think. Um, but like the players would perform like exceptionally well within Melbourne, like within the team. And then they get, you know, signed to other clubs for like exuberant amount of, you know, cash. And they don't perform to that potential. Like they just kind of fizzle in this other playing environment. And then, you know, contracts have to be renegotiated, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, in Melbourne, like, the spark that they have playing for Melbourne is just, like, I don't know, it's just a great environment for them to play and also very disciplined. I mean, you can't play for Melbourne if you don't have anything else going for you. So you have to be doing a degree. You have to be also doing like starting a business you have to be involved in charities like you have to be like a holistic person that's like involved in other shit instead of just playing footy because that's how a lot of the young players get into trouble is they have a lot of time to like do extra shit and then they get in trouble then they get arrested and it's like bad look for the team so the coach is very strict that they have to do other stuff outside of football that's like wholesome and good and you're actually contributing to yeah, our society. Quarterback, our quarterback used to go get shit-faced drunk before every fucking game and then he would fall on his ass. <laughs> like, no shit, stupid-ass Blake Bortles. Blake! <laughs> so, yeah, like, our, um, our captain was, like, you know, doing a lot of charity work and, like, a lot of the guys are, like, studying and you know, starting businesses and employing people in the community and, like, having, like, full <laughs> full staff working for them. Um, one of the boys on the team is, like, a Melbourne Uni, Harvard, and now almost Sydney Uni graduate for, like, I don't know, whatever. He's studying commerce. He started in commerce. So, like, he wants to do that after he retires. So, you know, because a lot of the players, you know, they have mental health issues after that. They don't know what to do with their lives. They don't have a training schedule anymore. They don't have people planning their lives and they don't have like a set, you know, training schedule, playing schedule, all of that's gone. So now they have nothing going for them and they don't know how to manage their money. So they're all broke and it's like, it's just a 
terrible cycle. So the coach is trying to be proactive with, you know, getting them to do something outside of footy so that once they're retired, they can just continue doing what they've been doing, just, you know, like, but they can commit themselves to the other stuff fully now because then they don't have to train and all the other stuff that they were doing. But, yeah, it's just I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared when our coach leaves. Okay, but you like your organization. Let me tell you, I'm going to say one more thing. I love Melbourne. Melbourne has my heart. I'll say one more thing and then we're going to get off this. I want to prove to you how terrible our fucking staff is. Let me tell you the players who we've passed on. I don't know if you know any of these players. You probably might. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, we didn't sign Patrick Mahomes. We had a chance to. Right. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. That's all I have to say. Lamar Jackson, who's fucking undisputed MVP, killing it in the Baltimore Ravens. He's from Florida. He's from Broward County. Could have had him. Didn't. Derek Henry. I think I know that one because um, Sierra. Sierra's husband plays with him. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? Wait, doesn't he play for the? Oh, does he plays with? He plays with the Seahawks. That's another person. All right, no, Jesus, never mind. We're I just going to completely. Know, we're just going to completely get off this topic about NFL. We're just going to completely get off this topic right here. All uh, I let's know see. is the Jaguars are shit. Yeah, the Jaguars are shit, and you better watch your mouth because <laughs> Jacksonville fucking burned all of Melbourne down. We don't give a fuck. Okay. If we if our cities went to war, Jacksonville will beat the shit out of y'all just off of numbers alone. Because we're the size just of a whole off numbers, not of like culture and nightlife and Who gives a shit about culture? <laughs> we're coming in with <laughs> knives and AKs and shit. <laughs> and guns. Guns and gators. <laughs> yes, guns and gators. You're gonna be laughing until a gator rips your fucking head off. Hilarious. We don't have gators here we do have a lot of tiger snakes and spiders i'll <laughs> still we'll still kick your ass but we're gonna have to, we're, we'll have like a jacksonville melbourne civil war one day <laughs> it's not a civil war if we're not from the same country <laughs> same shit <laughs> it's not though. y'all are kind of like floridians are we yeah y'all have like a meth problem too Yes, we do. We have an ice problem. Ice, ice, baby. All right, I'm gonna get off this. Um, a Amanda- lot of them are in like outer suburbs in this in the country. A lot of cokeheads in Melbourne. Not gonna lie. Lit. All right, let's do one last game. Amanda wanted to play that she pitched to me. She wants to play stocks. So essentially, she wants to buy and sell people of color. Jesus. I'm not white. What are you talking about? Here, Amanda, this is a whole podcast documenting how white Amanda is. Go ahead, introduce your little game. I'll play along. It's all good, you know, but I'm not, my hands are washed to this. So go ahead. You tell the audience about- Because you're a little pussy. No, because it wasn't my idea. Because you're a little pussy. Go ahead. Anyways, um, so basically, we're going to give, well, we're going to give each other a list of names, list of artists. Uh, oh my god, I'm, I almost choked. Ooh. And you're going to say whether you want to buy, hold, or sell. So basically, if you're buying, that means that this is not something that I came up with from a tweet on Twitter. 
because I mean, yeah, makes sense. You seem pretty um, excited about buying and selling people of color. But go ahead. Yes. Get your shit off. Excited. Get your shit off. Yeah. Very very excited. Um. So if if you're selling, it means that you think that they've reached their peak in their music careers and they will, you're basically done with them. You feel like they won't bring any value anymore or they won't be able to reach the heights that they've reached before. Um, So you want to sell them. If you want to hold them, it means that, you know, they're up and coming and you think they have a lot of potential or they are like they are really big and you think that they can top that they can go even further so you just want to hold them to see what happens now the next one did i say buy or sell? oh well you didn't wait. you didn't introduce anybody i'll let you go first no i'm ex- i'm explaining the context here Okay. So selling, well, I've explained selling, have I? Yeah, you've Did I I think, explained selling. I think you've explained all of them. Essentially, holding bu- and buying. Yeah. So basically, I've explained everything. So we're going to give each other names. Joseph has a list that he's come up with. Yeah, like I have a, a list people. that I've come up with. And then we're just going to throw the names in and then we're going to see if we want to hold by. Or sell. Uh, over to you. All right, you want me to start? Yes. Okay, I've got a good one. Miguel. Oh. I'm going to sell him. I'm going to sell the shit out of Miguel. Miguel has been dog shit for about three albums. My dude dropped he Kaleidos- peaked, He peaked with Kaleidoscope He dropped Kaleidoscope and was- Dreams and dipped, essentially. <laughs> Literally. The... Uh, d- He's Luke Skywalking on these haters. He needs to Luke Skywalk the fuck out of the studio and go I get inspired. I was so confused when I heard that. So I'm like, is this a new artist? And when they said Miguel, I was like, Miguel? Yeah, that's just... Like the a- Miguel Kaleidoscope Miguel or like a new Miguel? Wasting his talents. And Miguel, his fucking hit song is about date rape. So I don't know if I want to support Miguel either. I want to get him off my hands. that song? How Many Drinks? Oh, back of my mind, I can hear you. I'm hoping you say two or three. Oh my god, yeah, it is two. And I was singing that shit when I was like, you know, it's a singable ass song, but it's just creepy as hell. Really like, is. when you really listen to the lyrics, I um, mean, Kaleidoscope Dream was just such a good album. Um, and then what happened? So, I'm selling him for sure. You're selling him as well. Yes, 100%. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Give me something. Um, T-Pain. T-Pain is a difficult one. I'm going to hold T-Pain. I don't, think T- I don't think T-Pain's evolved his sound very much, and I don't think he's been making like that much music. Like He used to dominate the airwaves, and he used to be like super oh, yeah. inspired and stuff. But his sound is still good today. Mm-hmm. Like, it still sounds good today. Like, he can get on a song. He got on a song with Tory Lanez that sounds fire. He gets on. Mm-hmm. He just put out a song with Kalani that sounds amazing. So, 
I don't think there's much to improve. I think he's the pioneer of auto-tune and hip-hop. So mm-hmm. once you pioneer something, of course everyone else is going to surpass you as far as that goes. And he's even admitted himself, which is still debatable, but he's admitted himself that he thinks Travis Scott uses auto-tune better than he does. Which, they use it, they use it in different ways. Differently. I wouldn't yeah. say one is better than the other, but they use it completely differently. Um, but I will hold T-Pain because I still think that he could... T-Pain could drop anything, and I'm there. Tallahassee Pain, shout out to Florida. We love you. You're a legend here. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I don't care if you blackballed yourself Florida. for like five years. Yeah, don't talk to me about Florida. <laughs> Florida's, no, Florida is dope. I just don't want to... Uh, Florida was cool when I was in middle school. That was a long time ago. So Shaddy got them apple bottom jeans. That shit still. You know what? Nah, man. Florida's that guy. It's, I don't give a shit. Know, when I when I go clubbing and that song comes on, I I still drop it low for that song. You drop it low for Florida. Even with my bad knees. Okay. Listen. The last time I went out, just before COVID, I my friend idiot. She told me she's like. um Dress like nineties. So you know what I wore, Joseph. Oh, I, I think dressed, I think I remember this. I dressed like Joe Budden in the nineties with my massive jeans, like wide legged jeans. Did you did you pump it up? I had a bent <laughs> and I had Timberlands. You are disgusting. <laughs> you you are Josephine Budden. Listen, I thought she told me I had like I had sunglasses, I had bandana, I <laughs> I had the Timberlands, and I had the massive jeans on. She said, "Dress like you know, nineties." I turn up and they're all in like cute dresses, and I was the only idiot there with that. I mean, you were the only one that stuck to the theme, though. <sighs> This is the second time I stuck to the theme and no one did. I'm never sticking to themes ever again. All right. Um, you ready for this? Yeah, uh, I went in and Lo came on and not going to lie, in my Tims and those massive jeans, I dropped it low, low, low. Low, low, low. I like when you guys Shut say low. Up. I like when you say vowels. It's funny. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, I think this is another good one. Daniel Caesar. I've never heard of him. You've never heard you of Daniel fucking Caesar? Yes, never heard of him. Get the fuck out of my face. All right, hold on. Um, How about Lil Wayne? I'm going to sell him. I'm in between holding and selling because he's still, he's, he's still got like I'm a spark. I'm sick of holding him. He's got a spark of brilliance every once in a while, but <laughs> he's just completely fucking lost it like i think i hate to say this because it sounds like no it sounds insulting but i literally think he's fried his brain to the point where like he gets like sparks of like brilliance sometimes and then other times he just can't it sounds like he's just phoning it sounds like he's phoning in all his verses i don't think he's doing that because i don't know wayne to be somebody who phones in verses i think wayne only does music with people he fucks with but the problem is he just doesn't he doesn't have it like have it like he used to have it, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna sell. I'm sick of holding him. He said some crazy shit during a tumultuous time when people like at least be sensitive about it. Of and 
Anyways, I'm sick of him. I'm only I'm, selling I'm only talking about music. Okay, well, if we're talking about music, <sighs> I'm only talking okay. about music. Okay, if we're holding, has he had more hits than misses in the last couple of years? I'd say it's about equal. After, after his album. After which album? Carter 5? The most recent one. Funeral? No, not that. The Carter. Yeah, Funeral was his last project that he dropped. Oh, okay, well, prior to that. So Carter 5? Yeah. Okay, he p- Funeral was okay. It wasn't the best. Like but there was, was sparks it of like, there were sparks it, of brilliance every once in a while. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. It was either mid or it was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good and it wasn't trash. It was either mid or good. Okay, the one uh, the uh, new Nikki uh, album where he was featured with Drake. That was and a great Nikki. verse. That was a great right. verse. Yeah, and I want to hold him, but then I think of all the other shit. I'm like, oh. I'm holding um, Wayne. I love Wayne okay, way too yeah, much. Yeah, okay. You know what? Now that I think about, because I heard that and I was like, oh, nostalgia. Like that reminds me so much of like when they would always feature on each other's stuff. And he was actually pretty good on this. Oh, okay, I'm gonna hold him. Damn it, you've made me change my mind. I know because I love Wayne. Um, yeah, give me something. Fine. Give me something. All give right, me something. Nikki, Come on. Nikki. Based on this last album, would you? It's hold- not an album. Uh, okay, uh, what is it? There's, like a- there's four new songs. It's her re-released mixtape. Yeah, yeah, true. I can't. But I like, can't. What is? Is it still classified as her mixtape or just? Yes, it's her mixtape. I'm not going to judge modern Nikki on her past mixtape because that past mixtape okay. was at a time where she was hungry, she was fiending, oh, she was dying to be number one. Yeah, so she went all in. Because when I was listening to her, I was like, geez, like, she sounds, she sounds like old Nikki. And then I realized it is old Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a few, there's a few new tracks on there. The new tracks are, they're good. I like them a lot. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to, I'll be harsh. I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold Nikki, but I'm teetering on selling. Like, I'm, I'm at the counter. Listen, I'm going to hold her as well because I'm a low-key Bob. Um, and not just because of that, but because when we want to, like, if we want to compare her rapping skills to the other girls, she is, like. Number one. Yeah, miles, miles ahead of all those new girls. So. Uh, even like the queen, her um, recent album, which is like you know in twenty eighteen, but like the Queen album, like I like that album. Like I really, really enjoyed it. She makes good music. I not just need, all. I still I just, listen to that album, like oh, not the whole thing, but like songs from that album, like every day. I just want to hear Nikki. Excuse me. I just want to hear Nikki rap. I don't think yeah, she's. So been, we need her, we need her to release uh, a new modern proper album to solidify her spot. The fact that people still think, like to this day, that what's her uh, what's that verse? Her monster verse is her best verse is insane. Mm-hmm. That was over a decade ago. The fact that people have an argument for that 
is nuts. That means you need to drop an album where you're rapping, rapping, rapping. You're knocking yeah. people's heads off. Because there's. But- to be fair, she was, her verse was so much better than Jay-Z. Jay-Z was shit on that. Well, yeah, she had the best verse by far. Let me... Okay, so... Before Monster... He was literally or, just naming monsters. Like, okay, well, and... Before... <laughs> okay, so before all that shit, Nikki didn't have any competition. No. Nick, Nikki was number one. Now that she has competition in her little space where it's like... Well, it's not competition. You know what I'm talking about. There's like more female yeah, rappers... Like, like she yeah. can't she can't pull the sexy card, she can't do all that. She can, but there's a lot of other bitches doing that shit. So mm-hmm. you need you need to show what they can't what they can't do, which is knocking people's heads off, which I know Nikki can do. Oh, for sure. Like obviously they're winning in that female rapper space because, you know, everyone's got their tits out and they're talking about their pussy and how fire it is. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry. Okay, and Tell me something else about yourself that's like, you know, of substance. But if she's going to compete with them, she needs to come in with her lyricism. That's it for her. And with that alone, if we're judging of that alone, Nikki is like miles ahead of all these new girls. So if we're talking about the new girls, are you going to buy, sell or hold Sweetie? selling i don't give two fucks about sweetie i am selling i, think, I thought she I was think, sold think, a long time ago I'm sweetie, sweetie's her. sweetie's mid as hell and the only reason people fucked with her is because of quavo and then she fucked quavo over and now her career is in shambles and now she's Eight like figure that's my type okay what else and that song's been like Dude, she was she was performing she was performing at the pier with a tip jar i don't want to hear anything about sweetie okay stop i don't want to hear a thing about sweetie okay it's over so we're selling her no i'm not so i didn't even own her to begin with and oh my god okay. that sounded fucking terrible all right joseph owned a woman of color okay and amanda is running an option an auction <laughs> for people of color so shut the fuck up amanda shut up okay all right cool is it my turn or yours sweetie is not even part of the the equation yeah we're not all right j cole since he released this new album do you think that he peaked or this was his peak or he still he still has time to like peak I think so he definitely. I think he. Or? I think he definitely has more. I might. Oh, I was holding. I might buy a little more into it because I think J Cole has a battery in his back. You can hear more of my J Cole takes on the Study Hall podcast that debuts every Friday, Eastern Standard Time. But I'm but I did a whole deep dive on that. That's not but um. I'm make mad money without you, and then I'm gonna go but um. <laughs> That's what I thought. Anyway. Um, you can hear more this of my takes on that, but essentially, Sorry, no. essentially what I, what my J Cole take is that he finally has this battery in his back and he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think that battery is going to last him all the way through the fall off. And I think he's going to actually retire. After I don't think, the next one. I don't think he's bullshitting. I think he might actually retire. Well, after this one or after, after another no, not, album? No, not after this one. He did a whole timeline. He's doing the off-season, and then he wants to put out, like I think, one more mixtape, and then mm-hmm. it's going to be the fall-off, and that's going to be it. It's going to be over. 
okay. for his career. Because not over for his career, but you know, he's gonna he's gonna he's put his career. Dropping. Yeah, he's gonna put his career on ice. It's over, you know. So, okay. Um, so you're buying. Yes, I'll buy. Okay. Yeah, I'm buying as well, only because I really enjoyed his recent album, and I told you the story. That of shit is crazy. To you. <laughs> On full blast, and my mom woke me up at three a.m. to like shut the shit off, and I was so confused. Like, what is happening? Where am I? Who's talking to me? Why is this man yelling in my bedroom? Um, but this album was so different from his previous albums because he usually does the whole storytelling thing, and this one was just him, like, just rapping and talking his shit, and I like that. And just, I honestly enjoyed the features that he had on this album as well. Because I don't, like, his previous albums, he rarely has features, right? Yes, that's the whole joke. Platinum with no features. Yeah. So, like, the now that he has features in there, it's like, I like it. I like hearing other people with him. I like hearing um, him with I like hearing him with other producers because J. Cole making his own beats. The problem with mm-hmm. that is J. Cole doesn't make shit beats. It's just when you make the beats and you rap and you mix and you master and you do all that, you can't focus on one thing. So now that J. Cole yeah. is not focusing on everything else, he's only focused on rapping, he could deliver his best rapping ability. Yeah. Well, um I particularly enjoyed uh the one with twenty one Savage. They go amazing together. Yes. I When I looked at it, I was like, mm, I don't know how it's going to be, like J. Cole and 21 Savage. And then I heard them together. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is great. How do you not know that? Like 21 it. Savage had a song on his album called The Lot with J. Cole on it, and it's real good. Uh, because I don't listen to 21 Savage. That's, that's the thing. Well, you got to so start I, listening I had, to 21 like, Savage. I preconceived notions of like, Oh, I don't know about this because I've never like actually you know heard him properly before. But yeah, so I'm like, well, he's he's a Brit. You you like Brits, don't you? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! What? Oh my God, Joseph! Please, what? Let he's me a breed. He's a Brit. Okay, yes, I do like the Brits. Okay, and yeah, give him a um, chance. <laughs> I will give him a chance. God, um. Yeah, so I'm, like, excited. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy because I want to hear more of this kind of call. I'm, like, I'm done with the storytelling. I really, really liked his storytelling stuff, but I just want him to, like, have fun and enjoy this, whatever he's built with his career and just collaborate with people and experiment and all of that. Okay, let's let's do one more. Let's do one more each, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. How does that sound? Um, I'll I'll throw a wrench in your fucking operation, Drake. Oh. I am gonna. I'm not gonna buy a lot of stock. I'm gonna buy a little bit, just a little bit. Okay, that's interesting. Because I don't. I feel like he's peaked. Can then he? Can why would he get you? Any why would better? you buy? Why would you buy? Because I feel like 
every time he releases something, people are like, oh, my God, Drake. And then, you know, his stocks rise again. So I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to go crazy and buy, like, a lot. I'm just going to just a little bit because there's still some value in Drake. You know what? I'll, uh... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to stand by that. Okay, I'll have some balls. I'm going to... I don't want to say sell, because people are going to kill me if I say sell. I'm going to hold with intent to sell. Because I think, I think, I think Drake is completely... You think he's done? I, I don't think he's done. I think he's completely exhausted his, like, his thing. Like, where he used to go and, like, not come up with the new sound. He used to fucking take people's sounds. He's run out of sounds to take. He's done every sound. So... Mm-hmm. This last album, the COB shit, I've heard snippets of it. I've heard a lot of unreleased music. I've heard a lot of leaked music. Mm-hmm. It's all sounding the same, and it's all sounding like stuff that Drake has done better in the past. Right. So I think Drake, I mean, Drake has been in the game for like 11, 12 years. So this is not a knock to Drake. If Drake thinks that this is a knock or some shit, anyone else, y'all are fucking stupid. Nobody else and 11, has had, 12 years of just consistently dominating every is, time he releases. It's insane. Drake knows yeah. that he's going to fall off eventually. He knows. I mean, it's inevitable. That's what happens. Yeah. I mean, we're already, there's already people stepping up that are ready to take, not the throne, the throne. but you know, <laughs> I don't want to say that because that's corny as shit. Kanye West and Jay-Z started that shit, but, um, you know, they're running shit now, like, yeah. Low baby is on like he's he's ready to run shit. Like all he needs is a green light and he's the king of the shit. Mad mm-hmm. pe- like there's oh like a few more people that are ready to take the reins and like usher in the new generation. And Drake has survived for a really, really long time, but I think he's running out of avenues. Now he might be wrong. Yeah. He might come out he might go to fucking Arabia and get some new sounds and come back and fucking start doing dubkit music and everyone's like holy shit and you know he's revived again Listen, he- he's already he's already done the um arabic ting you that know shit so was, that might, shit was terrible okay i don't he know might who, go down, he up. might go down that line and go get drake, some beats drake also. let me drake let me talk to you whoever wrote that shit for you you need to punch in the mouth that was some <laughs> terrible ass arabic he said into ana akhra and if if he changed it completely. It's there's the, a soft one. Soft. No, the the difference between a ha and a ha, two completely different meanings. He went from saying me and you are better together to me and you are shittier together. Maybe that's what he meant. No. That's not. Well, okay. Well, I'm buying a little bit because I feel like I'm not buying every time lick. he releases an album there's like a wave of like oh my god drake we didn't think you could do this and you did it again so i'm gonna gonna, buy a little bit you're gonna be losing money on that stock but we'll come back to that whenever whenever drake stops i do not have a lick of faith i think drake is getting to a british thing he's done people are over that type of shit and he's over it because he's going back to the take care shit that he did better when he was doing the take care shit, you know? Oh, God. He doesn't sound... I just, I just have a flashback to my birthday last year when I was drunk. 
Yeah, that was funny as shit. You sent me a whole bunch of videos. I'll put that on the Patreon if you guys no, want. No, please do not. Please don't. Okay, for the th- I'll add a new tier for the forty five dollar tier. It'll Amanda literally simping tier. It'll literally be only videos of Amanda simping. <laughs> I, s- I actually sent you to that person. And you he are never fucking hilarious. I would not reply either. I would just sit there and laugh at you. The way you guys like get a text message from us like, and like run and show all your friends. He pretended that I didn't exist and left me on red. Yeah, that's what that's what y'all do to us all the time. So it's good that she get a little taste of your own medicine. I woke you know? up and I was so embarrassed. And then you know you can't like unsend videos. Like, ah, uh, oh god, my body just hurts from the cringe that went through me right that now. That shit is hilarious. I don't know. I was so out of it. I was just like hundred hundred episodes special. I'll I'll DM it to your inbox, everybody. I I need to. Like lock my phone in a box when I'm that drunk. Ah, oh, fuck that! I'm calling. I'm calling all my exes. I'm not. Call- I I sent videos of me crying and singing. I know great you said the songs. I I got Disgusting. them too. Disgusting. It was funny. It was funny as shit. No, Probably, it's not funny. That was the best piece of entertainment. Okay, what's funnier? You you crying to your ex on video drinking wine or Will Smith slapping the reporter? Honestly. Will Smith slapping the reporter? You don't remember that? I'll there just like, say that. There was like a reporter and uh, he was trying to kiss Will Smith on the mouth and Will Smith like oh, reached yeah. over and like bitch no, slapped him. It's, it's not a reporter. It's that dumb Russian guy. Yeah, that's funnier. Fucking Jay-Z called him. Yo! No, he said... I just yeah, yeah, that's funnier. Um, anyways, let's just move on. Um, okay, so... Yeah, one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Come on, I'm ready. Since we're talking about J. Cole, Kendrick. Um... Uh... Hmm. Are you buying, holding... Or selling? Do you think he has more? I'm to gonna. Give? I'm gonna hold for now. For now. I don't know how this next album is gonna sound. I don't know, like artistically, like I'm sure mm. he's gonna evolve and all that. But I just, it's it's not my favorite direction. The direction that he's going, mm-hmm. I do like it. I enjoy his music still, but yeah. I miss like. I miss when he was rapping, rapping, and like doing all that stuff. And now he just sounds like he's getting his sound from his little cousin, which I will talk about more on the Study Hall podcast, Friday EST. Y'all do that. I have a whole deep, dark theory about that. And if it's right, I'm popping a bottle of champagne live, okay? And then he's going to get drunk and cry and send videos. Yes. Because my name is Amanda. Anyways, um, I'm holding yeah. as well. Um, I, I'm holding as well because I don't think he's like, I don't know. Okay, based off his last work, well, his last work is what, the Black Panther album. No, I don't really listen to that. Uh-huh. I mean, I did. I listened to it once through, but it's just That's not. a really good album. Do not sleep on that album. Oh, yeah. It's it's great, but it that's not his album. Like, he's not. You know I mean, what I mean? He, like he did a lot of stuff on there. I have a reference track. It's the funniest thing in the world. I have to send it to you. I have the I have an all the stars reference track. 
right? Like mm-hmm. him and uh, SZA. SZA. But it's the reference track. So Kendrick is singing the fucking hook, and it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. He's like, and he's mumbling. And you know how like his voice is like super nasally and shit? Yes. And it just sounds like he just woke up at like three in the morning and just like recorded it just in one take. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. But Kendrick did do most of that album. So I can kind of consider that a Kendrick album. Okay. Fair, fair. But he was the one of the producers on that album, I believe. He's the executive producer of that album. Right, yeah. Okay, but then his his proper album album was Damn, like the last one was Damn from 2017. Uh-huh. It's been a minute. I still have I was looking at my uh cuz I just switched to my I, I switched back to an iPhone and in my Apple wallet I still mm-hmm. have I still have the ticket like the digital ticket from when we went to, to go concert? see Yeah, when we went to the Damn tour, me, Dre, Damn. Carlos oh. and uh my friend Isaiah. Shout out to all of them. I love y'all to death. But that was See, one of my favorite trips that's ever. That's like the good thing about America is because all the pretty much all the good artists are American. You guys get to see them. We get crumbs. We get fucking Pink and Jason Derulo. Yeah, that's some ass. Ugh. I will shoot it up that plane. I'm not going to do it. Australian police, please don't. I'm not going to go shoot up the concert. But like, if I were to shoot up a concert, yeah, you got to relax about that shit. Pink and Jason Drew. Why can't we have good artists? Why? Why do we have to have Pink and Jason Derulo? And Jason Derulo just, isn't even y'all's. He's he's in Australia all the time. Like, go away. Don't like go back to your home. Um, Drake was here, and that concert was out of control. I mean, yeah, because he's probably the insane. only relevant person that's ever touched down in Australia. Yeah, that is that is absolutely. Y'all be getting the y'all be getting the Wu Tang Clan and shit. (laughs) We do be getting the Wu Tang Clan. (laughs) And And shout out to the Wu Tang Clan. I love the Wu Tang Clan, but the fact that the biggest concert in Australia is the Wu Tang Clan is fucking hilarious. No, the biggest concert in Australia is Ed Sheeran and Adele. I'll get the fuck out of here. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm serious. It's Ed Sheeran. And Adele, they're the biggest con. I went to the, uh, what's his name, Khalid, his concert. It was in like a small venue. I mean, it wasn't like a tiny venue, but it was compared to like Ed Sheeran in in the fucking sports arena. This was in like a a concert hall, you know? But what are those? Okay, Khalid, let's, before we end, Khalid. Are you going to hold buy or sell? I'm selling Khalid. Khalid's making songs with a whole bunch of white people that I don't want to hear. And there's mad Khalid clones that are doing it better. Khalid, if you want to change my mind, drop a real R&B album. And Tim can fight me on this. Tim, I'm seeing you on Thursday. If you want to throw hands, I will knock you to the fucking ground over <laughs> this shit. Is he like a big Khalid fan? He's a huge Khalid fan. He wore the fucking sweatshirt when we went to the hookah lounge last time just to like you know show me it's like uh, yeah you're talking about which, Khalid. For, from which album um the first one exactly so that proves your point what are you talking about if he's still wearing the sweatshirt from the first album that's the only good album that khalid had 
some fucking the same. Rest- I don't want to hear Khalid and Sam Smith, okay? Khalid, stop working with fucking pop stars. Oh, God. Sam Smith does my fucking head in with his... Shut up. No one's to hear you, except for the whites. Sound like a cat getting raped. Exactly. That's what he sounds like. I mean, he's got a good voice, but like, oh, he's, it's so whiny. It's just like so unbearable. It's like, oh, my God. Again? You're still here singing? God. All right, we're going to go ahead and end this because Amanda's going to like <laughs> flip shit about Sam Smith. And we're then we're going to get up a we're, Yeah, we're going to get charged over a hate crime or some shit. But thank you guys <laughs> so, so much for listening to this. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, SMG Sound Network. She runs the Instagram. Yes. No, I don't. You run the, I run Twitter. the Twitter. She runs the Twitter. I run the Instagram. Hit us up. I don't know. I mean, just just remember. With your I mean, hot takes on who you want to sell or buy. Yes, we're doing a full fucking auction. It, it's so funny because no one hits us up. We tell them to hit us up and no one hits us up, so... I mean, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, as long as y'all are listening, I don't really give a shit, honestly. <laughs> I tried my best to reach out, and y'all just don't want to talk. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, YouTube. It our content Our content is on YouTube. It? Our content is on YouTube, and you can throw that on the TV with some beautiful visuals while your wife screams at you because you haven't put out... And you guys are desperate to have children, and it's what? just not working out. And you've gone to in vitro fertilization, and that shit hadn't Jesus. worked out. And I don't know, you guys are just depressed as shit. So you want to drown your wife out, who's crying oh and screaming. God. Throw us on the TV. It'll be entertaining. It'll be lit. Christ, It'll be awesome. Okay. Um, be sure to listen to our other two podcasts on the network. Our sister podcast, I guess that's what you'd call them. Brother podcast. Yeah, our brother, our brother podcasts. Because none of them, you're the only female. We're the, on the sisters. Yes. We're the girls of the network. I'm just gonna let you sit with that for a little bit. Um, no, we are the girls of the network. The bad bitches of the network. I'm not a bad bitch of the network. Go ahead, listen <laughs> Joseph, to Joseph if, is a bad bitch. You wish. Um, if thought thoughts is every Wednesday, me and Jalal are talking about being. Arab Americans in America and having to balance two completely different cultures and study hall podcast debuts every Friday EST and we're hip hopping and we're shit talking and that's where you'll hear a lot more of my hip hop hot takes and you'll hear me having fun with uh, my high school buddies so y'all listen to that Patreon y'all have like a week left to take advantage of this five dollars a month up until June And after June, once that month ends, so like July, whoever takes advantage, after July, I will be segregating the tiers, okay? If you are signed up for the $5 tier of a certain podcast, you will only see that content. If you're signed up for If Thought Thoughts, for example, if you're on the $5 tier, you're on the $8 tier, you will only see If Thought Thoughts content so if you want to take advantage of three plus hours of content and a whole bunch of benefits for five bucks a month y'all need to sign up this week first 50 patrons also get something special for me i'm not going to ruin the surprise i'm not going to tell y'all what it is it's well worth it though so please 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 be one of those 50 and i don't want to hear any complaints other than that 
We appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you guys next week. Amanda, say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Well, that was hell enthusiastic. I was enthusiastic the whole pod. True, true. Okay, bye.